Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech drive the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Mornings on SEN. It's Nature Strip trying to kick. Cool and Getter's getting close and September Run back on the inside of the 150. September Run drives through and Cool and Getter then Bella Nipitzina. Cool and Getter in the centre lifts. Cool and Getter in front of Bella Nipitzina. I wish I win late. Cool and Getter announces herself and wins it from I wish I win Bella Nipitzina. September Run. Then Buena Noches. Next Nature Strip. Well, blimey, te- blimey Teddy. I don't think yeah. I've said that since my mum and dad have said that. That did not go to script. Uh, Coolangatta winning the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes at the weekend at Flemington. And you might have heard his voice then. Great to have him in uh, the studio after a big weekend of racing and a w- weekend of upsets too, it must be said. Gareth Hall here. Hawley. Hello, Sammy. How are you going, mate? Great to have you in. Yeah, it was a great weekend of racing. Great cool. to be with you. Nature Strip. What happened to Nature Strip? Please? Well, he just wasn't at his best. It was about, as Chris Waller pointed out after the race, about 5 to 10% off his very best. And to be honest, the, the Lightning Stakes hasn't been a great race for him. He's been defeated on a few occasions as a short price favourite. So history tells you that he gets better as the preparation goes on. And whenever he's over $3, he's, um, he's very hard to beat in Group 1 races. So he's got a great record in the TJ Smith. And we had a chat to his managing part owner, Rod Lyons, today saying that there's no problems with Nature Strip. So I hope he, he still trains on. He goes to the TJ Smith and they announced before the race, this is his final race. So we can celebrate the horse and, and mm. head to Sydney and watch him for the final time. I hope he gets a heavy track and he wins. So for the record, it was a six, I think a fading six. You'd have Correct. To too. He never mm. looked comfortable. He was a, it was unlike Nature Strip. He was beaten a long way from home. And there was definitely alarm bells when it comes to the superstar. So that they've checked him over. He's okay. So I would give him another chance. This is where, as a mug punter, I get upset, though. Why? Well, because all the love was for the strip, for Nature Strip. Yeah, I know. It was incredible, the, if, the tsunami of support for Nature Strip. If you go through his record, Semi, he hasn't got a great mm. record in Group 1s when he's a short price favourite. I think he started an odds-on favourite about five or six times, mm. and he's only won once. As an odds-on favourite, that was in the VRC Classic during the COVID years as a dollar twenty-eight favourite, and he's had about six victories, um, five victories at Group One level when he's paid between three dollars and four fifty. So he's a horse that you need to back when he's above three dollars, basically. Um, he, he wasn't he, on his own. No, let's be honest. So let's go. Let's go to Sydney. We're after Cabin. In fact, James Cummings spruiked uh, potentially the best horse in his stable, unplaced. Yep. Unplaced at long odds on in the Hobartville Stakes. So, well, what's happened here? Well, you know, you love your cycling. I do. Yeah. If he was in the peloton, he was set alight early and he had a tough run. Right. So, he yeah. didn't get cover. He didn't have no, wind protection. He, he was, yeah. Wasn't looked after? No. Was, well, I felt for Timmy Clark. We had Johnny O'Neill and Wayne Hawks who didn't miss Timmy Clark for his ride there on Aft Cabin on the weekend. <laughs> So he had a decision. Does he go back or does he go forward? He's riding odds on favourite. He went forward. They wrote mm. that the other jockeys made sure that he worked um, a little extra because he was the favourite. He was the horse to beat. So they didn't give him any favours and he faded to finish fourth. Now, 
I wouldn't give up on Afcab, and I think he's still the best three-year-old in the country, and he'll improve, he'll prove that in the Randwick Guinea semi. So he was defeated on Saturday, but I wouldn't um, I wouldn't put a line through him just yet. I'm not trying to lure you into a pointed statement here, but what you're saying is jockey error. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, there's no... Well, he's a victim of circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Don't water it down. No, it wasn't one of Timmy's greatest rights. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think if... And if he, he was, as I said, he was a victim of circumstance. If he goes back, he might have flashed home to run a good second or third. Yeah. Um, but when he went forward, he just had to do too much work, Timmy Clark, and he was vulnerable in the concluding stages, and that's racing. Um, so I think he'll, if he draws well and things go his way and around with guineas, I think he'll be winning that, stepping up to the 1600. So would James have taken that particularly well? How would someone like James Cummings react to a ride? Um, it would have been an interesting conversation when he came back into the mounting yard, but he's he's pretty good, James. Yep. He's been in racing for long enough. Yep. Good with the bad and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, 100%. And jockeys, they're not going to get a ride all the time. Yeah. And they have to go bang. Like, they've got eight, they've got eight races, many of them ride on a day. Um, and so they're going to have some, at some stage, it's not the best of luck. Mm. And that's just sport. Unfortunately, Dustin Martin doesn't play a good game every game. No, no, he does not. No. And so I love the fact, I respect the fact you tried to weave cycling into the conversation as well, which I, I really appreciate. Yeah, did it make sense? Uh, not especially, no. <laughs> no, but I sort of saw where you were trying to get to. Hey, in the world of harness racing, uh, yes. Wonder Horse, another one got done here. So this is a uh, ravishing, Captain Ravishing led Rundown, $1.15 favourite in the Chariots of Fire. What went wrong in this one? Well, he was just beaten by a better horse. Catch a Wave was probably a little bit disrespected in the lead up to the Chariots of Fire, which is Harness Racing's biggest four-year-old race. And I think there's two horses that will be playing a major part in Harness Racing's feature races going forward. I think they're very, very good, both of those horses. But Captain Ravishing, he just didn't look comfortable around that Menangle track, but I've had a chat to the Connections this morning they say he's pulled up okay. Now, they want to start in a Miracle Mile, but they need to be invited. They won't back him up next week in the qualifiers for the Miracle Mile. And the racing club or harness racing club in Sydney have that um, power to invite a horse like Captain Ravishik. So mm. it'll be fascinating to see what they do. They've already started to play um, the, the mind games with the board there at the Menangle Club saying that he'll be a different horse if you <laughs> invite him for the Miracle Mile. So... For the race's sake, I hope he goes. But whether he deserves his place, I think there'll be some saying that he just didn't do enough there last Saturday. Did he pace roughly? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. He, he was what, head to the side. Yeah, or? head to the side. He didn't look comfortable. But from all reports, and he'll get a thorough check over today. But he's pulled up okay. So okay, no injury concerns. No, no injury concerns. Well, so good. it was a little bit odd. Um, but yeah, that you have to go. What the camp is saying. Um, at face value. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of hype around this sort. Like, yeah, a lot, of, lot of, hype. of hype. Which is like, I'll get, so harness racing needs a lot of hype. We need people to talk up this horse mm. and whether it's unfair or fair on him, that's a, a, a debate to have for another day, but you need to get people watching harness racing that don't usually watch the sport. And I think everyone's hoping that Captain Ravishing would be the champion to get people new eyeballs on the sport. So mm. Um, I've got no problem talking him up because he's done some wonderful things in the early part of his career. But Catch a Wave could be the horse that we need as well. He he could be one out of the box semi. I know if Jared Whateley was sitting here, he'd say you would have had some rich material to work with on Giddy Up this morning. You must have had endless amount of topics to deal with. So yes, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it too yeah. on SEN track. So, so we had we had Johnny O'Neill and Wayne Hawks. They were um, Johnny O'Neill won with Cool and Gatto, of mm -hmm. course, the Lightning Stakes, and we're trying to get Cool and Gatto for the slot race 
in Perth called oh, okay. the Quokka for the SEN slot. The Quokka. Yeah, so Hutchie's been talking to him. I'm trying to persuade him. <laughs> I thought we were a great chance, but now they're thinking we're all Ascot, unfortunately. Um, but we've got a segment called Oh No and Yes, Yes. And Johnny O'Neill didn't miss his great mate, Damien Oliver, for a ride on Exa Leader mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think Ollie was listening too. <laughs> oh, <right. Okay>. yeah. <laughs> so it's always that. a lot of fun. You can listen to the podcast, Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Love it. That's all available, of course, sem.com.au. Thanks for stopping by. Good on you, Sammy. Thanks for that, mate. We'll let you get off uh, into the rest of your day. There's Gareth Hall with the latest uh, from a big weekend of racing. Upsets galore here, there, and everywhere. Uh, Harness on and thoroughbred. So Gareth Hall bringing us up to speed. Uh, There's off the text, we're told there's now a new reason to see a psychologist. It's called compulsive sweeping. I tell you, that is the word of the day, sweeping. Um, after the incredible events from the second test, Australia and India over there in Delhi. And now uh, 10 or so days for the Aussies to lick their wounds uh, before the third test over there. Four test series, of course. Border Gavaskar trophy uh, already retained by India for the fourth time. Two over there, two over here. They've just got it locked at the moment. Uh, The latest news headlines are coming up with Anna Pavlou. We'll return on the other side of those.